Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Thomas Talk. With me, as always, my wonderful co-host Hunter and our special guest host Jamin. How you doing, fellas? Going on. Yeah, I'm doing good, man. I'm doing well. Uh, just hanging out at the house, you know, talk a little baseball and I mean, have same, a good time. Same shit. here, right? Yeah. Yeah, Jamin just uh, got a new setup for us to make it easier for him to podcast. So we've been sitting here for three hours <laughs> shooting the shit and getting that set up. But yeah, definitely. Yeah, uh, the, the, I, I keep thinking about what's to talk about with baseball right now, considering our situation with the lockdown. And I think there's still a lot of free agents that I haven't quite uh processed yet like why they make sense if they make sense or if it's just teams like the tigers spending money to show their fan base that hey we mean business we 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 stepped up last year we're gonna keep stepping up that brings me to hobby Baez. i keep thinking about him like, right the tigers could have got better for that same amount of money they could have got the I mean, uh, they got Rodriguez, too. Jamin just reminded me of that. Erod, they got him, so yeah. that's a stable. Add him with Casey Mize and Spencer Turnbull, and they've got a, yeah, they've got something cooking. Well, okay, so you were talking earlier when we were just BSing, right, about, uh, what was it, uh, Thing with Scherzer saying he wanted Buck Showalter. Yeah, yeah. All right, so yeah, well, yeah. So he tweeted that out, and then Cohen supposedly told Epler, the new GM that just started, just took over for the Mets. Told uh, he told Epler like, this is who we recommend, but you know, go and do your due diligence, do your research for another manager. Is Madden so, a massive possibility a here, or Farrell? Yeah, that was that was the two people I was thinking. Uh, there's there's other options out there, but you know, I think you just paid this guy forty million dollars, so you you know he kind of has a strong opinion on who's going to be leading that cup, clubhouse. So you know that that probably seems like the logical p- choice, you know. But I mean, yeah, I guess we'll, yeah, we'll see we'll see how things play out, you know. But that kind of seems like the logical thing that they're going to do. Well, can you believe Clayton Kershaw's still on the market? Yeah, I know. He didn't have time. He didn't have time to figure it out before it closed out because all, it was all the f- big free agents, yeah. you know, getting sucked up. And uh, that's another thing we was thinking about, like Corey, uh, you know, uh, Story and Correa. About about combined Correa and Story in the same name there. Yes, they, but, but yeah, those two, they decided to like, it, it makes me feel good that they've got the confidence to where I, kn- I already know they've got offers, both of them probably, and they stuck it out and, and said and said, okay, well the lockdown probably won't last but a month, maybe two months. We'll get other contracts before the new yeah. season starts. So I'm glad that that happened. And we hope it only I'm lasts glad a couple they months. Have the confidence. It's yeah. it's a it's uncertainty at this point, you know, from what I've heard from through everything you know it, it could lead up into march and it could delay the start of the season a little bit you know i'm really hoping we don't go there's through too that. much money 
There's too yeah, much there's, money involved. There's a lot of money at stake, and you know, I'd hate to be like where the Nationals were with that COVID year, where they didn't get to really celebrate their World Series title and have the things that teams usually get to have after they won a World Series and celebrating it and stuff. I mean, like the, the Nats celebration, all that. Thing. Yeah, yeah. So we're we're at risk of maybe not being able to do that if this lockdown lasts, you know, for a few That's months. True. I mean, they're, they're pretty I far apart. That. They're pretty far apart at this point. I mean, you know, if they have it, a lot to agree on. Okay, so yeah, does anybody have any idea what the differential here is? What are they looking for that they're not getting? Um, okay, it's definitely partially. Uh, minor leaguers are they? They finally got a raise last year, but they're still kind of better improvements to minor league pay and shit like that. And um, I mean, let's see. I bet you they're. Uh, the certain rules, like the runner on second, I'm pretty sure that's not going to last. The uh, DH, no. I thought, will I thought, last. I thought Selig, that's not Selig, uh, Manfred. I thought he yeah. actually said that they were just going to cancel that rule altogether next year. Yeah, I think I think that's going next year. But the DH is something. But I, I'm not sure. I'm sure there's some yeah, money I think disputes. The players there. know that the DH is more than likely going to stay, and that's that's the future. Like that's that's a certainty. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Everybody's pretty much on board with it that. So that's that's for sure. I think it's pretty much just all money. Yeah, you know what I mean. I know yeah, it's always yeah, about money. Uh, okay, here's the thing: they, players don't want to be prospects for like six, seven, eight years. They want their free agency to end probably after year four, let's say. Well, I mean, you can't Instead blame them on six that. six or seven like it is now. That's what they're looking to try to find an agreement on, you know what I mean? Yeah. They also That's the, the big – if I'm a player, that's the biggest thing I'm looking at. Well, you know? and, and, you know, kind of the Mariners' ex-president kind of let the cat out of the bag. About kind of how long they'll hold the players in the background, even though they're ready. Oh yeah, yeah. He yeah. he could have been helping out the big league club way before that. Oh, absolutely. You know, we we done the same thing with like Acuna too. So we're we're guilty of it. Every team is. You know, we're guilty of we brought, of doing we brought Swanson up early. We brought Ozzy up early. We, yeah, we yeah. we've lost a couple years, and and that's because we plan to sign guys like Ozzy, but we didn't with Swanson, so that's noted. Well, I mean, but, what do you uh, guys think about that? We, we do you brought think- Ozzy up early, but then signed him to that long contract. We didn't do that with Swanson. He's a he's a free agent next year. All right, well, Jamin, what do you think on us re-signing Swanson? Should we do it before the season, or I, I mean, I'm on the fence. When it comes to Swanson, yeah. because he's I mean, he's inconsistent at best. If, what if? Uh, well, last year he he, he he should have won a Gold Glove last year. Like he got, you know, that it's just ridiculous. He wasn't even in the conversation about a Gold Glove, and he played exceptional defense all year long. He had silver slugger. I'm not sure how many home runs he had, but I know he had like 25. Mm-hmm. He had almost 30 if he didn't have. He 30. had the most I mean, for a Brave shortstop really in a long time. Yeah, I mean, I would sign him, man. I mean, it's hard to find a shortstop that's that. It's according to what he commands. I mean, I, I like his. I like. I mean, it, the, the the real thing got problem I have with Dansby is he kind of seems to get away from his approach when he's going opposite field consistently. You know, that's when he's on best, and that's how he was towards the end of the World Series, where he's just smashing balls to the right field. You know, shit. He was going. No, he was pull hitting. Those home runs, all those home runs. Well, yeah, that, yeah, the one to the chop house. Yeah, that was the opposite. Never yeah. He's at his best. He's yes, that, right, that, right that swing he has. 
is perfect. Yeah. Officer. All right. Well, do do either one of you know who his agent is? That's the key. I have no idea. Uh, yeah, no clue. If it's Boris, we're screwed. <laughs> what y'all know exactly how I feel about Scott Boris. I think was he's the most low life piece of shit. Only, was those yeah. the only two home runs he hit in in the postseason? Were they both in the World Series? There was the opposite field home run in the chop house, and then the I one think, against the Astros. What I remember, yeah, he had a pretty good playoff in general. I mean, we all know how clutch of a hitter he is. That's that, that's his main I, trait is how clutch. No, I don't think that came clutch. up until the World Series, though. I don't think uh, he was. I, I want to say even that. against the Dodgers, he had a, a couple timely home runs. Home uh, runs? I think he might have had some timely hits and got on base, but I don't remember any home runs. Either yeah. way, his defense is providing so much value. Right. I, I, yeah. I guess it boils yeah. down to what he's asking for because there is a certain price. Like he, he's a great shortstop, but there's also a lot of great shortstops yeah, out there. You exactly. Can get yeah. really good That's what I'm saying. Like, what if we could swap him out for Trevor Story? Right. Yeah, that's not a bad deal. And, and right what there. if the price isn't that different? Like, yeah. if if fucking Swanson wants a hundred mil, then but we'll go get Trevor Stewart. Lose a little defense with that because Dan. Oh, no, we might lose Freeman. Right. Like, but, yeah, that, that's they're the looking at part. two deals they got to make somehow. You've got to cover shortstop somehow, and I feel like there's a way where we might could do that with Dansby for like sixty mil. But there, uh-huh. other teams might would offer. Either way, we've got a year with him before that. For how many years? Look, it, it comes down to this: if we don't resign uh, him, we are going to have to literally four years, trade him mid season. I would mind do sixty that. something mil. Yeah, like, I mean that's you can't see the Braves having that many big contracts. So that's what's crazy. Like, like no. even if it's not big. Hundred million dollar contract. Then you got Ozzy forty uh, two or forty six around that. Hundred million, million for a dollar contract. Year. And then Freeman, who hopefully signs a two hundred eight hundred eighty mil contract. Like shit. Like I just don't see us doing all that. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, to me, like I want to keep the core group together as long as possible. So as long as we can keep can Austin win. Riley, Dansby, Ozzy, and Freddie as our infield. I think that's when we're going to be at our best. I mean, the, the bet the you know, the longer we can keep that core group together, the better I feel about our chances of maybe going back to back here and having that same chemistry. I mean, we pretty much have the same team. We're not losing anybody, right? So we're just adding on to this thing, and we're going to bring back Acuna, and hopefully we'll get Freeman. Yeah, hopefully we'll get Freeman. Well, I mean, yeah. We're hoping for the best in that situation, right? So, Look, like we, we said we, last we, time, we're yeah. praying for the worst, hoping for the best. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's all you can do with that. Uh, but but yeah. the, that could improve if we got medals, and then that's the only way. It's the only way that could make me happy about losing free. Right. But even you Yo, said I mean, we the likelihood of us actually getting them is lower. We're than not. Now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. you got Anthony Rizzo right there, out there in the market, right? But that's that not bothers me. That bothers me. The fact that he's out there on the market because I know the Braves know that they could get him for forty something mil to fifty mil for like two, three years, fifty mil, and that's exactly what they're going to do. And that pisses me off. That sucks. Well, I mean, I'm you not know that's the Braves' Rizzo. way. You know that's what's going to happen. So we you're can't saying. Lose 
surely they value what he stands for more than that. And they're going to be willing to shell out more because they know of what that can bring later. But there's also a very enticing, like they're probably thinking like Braves fans. Yeah. They love Anthony Rizzo too. Like we'll bring him in here for, he did you know, strike out Freddie Freeman, right? So, yeah, he yeah, did yeah, strike yeah. out Freeman. <laughs> I mean, he is a likable guy. We like Anthony Rizzo, but we don't want him over fucking Freddie Freeman. Like, yeah, no, I completely agree. I, there's nobody it's out not more, even, more than Freeman. Anthony Rizzo is a 22 home run, batting 220 with a shitload of walks type of guy. Whereas Freeman's a 30-plus home run guy. And 300, 300 batting average. Yeah, yeah. Year after year. Every yeah, year. These are not the same. I mean, my gosh. No, the man said, the was told by Chipper Jones, hey, sometimes you have that 254 year. And he said, I don't want that. And then what did he do? Yeah. Turned it all the way around and hit 300 by the end of the year. Well, you can hit 254 and hit fucking 50, 60 home runs. That's what's crazy. Like, yeah, you can but- bat. I, I, he cares no, more about I, the I average agree. than I the I like homers. getting on base. I think Freddie, it comes down to OBP. Yeah, getting on base, and that's that's what he does consistently. He gets walks, he gets hits, yeah. he gets and that's homers. what you need. I mean, he's the most consistent hitter we've had in the last twenty years. Just about. I mean, you can't let somebody like that walk. He, he's he, he's is as consistent or more consistent than Chipper, and that tells you everything you need to know. Well, we'll see where he's at in year nineteen. On whether he's as consistent as Chipper Jones. He's still got nine years, but he's shown Dude, that he's, I think he's better off than Chipper as far as that goes. As far as your body breaking down, Chipper's body broke down early. Well, Chipper had an ACL tear. I know. Well, so he had that cost him. Before his rookie season, he fucked that up I before know. anything got started. Yeah, so. The only issue Freddie really had has been with his wrist. You know, that wrist yeah. issue he had well, a couple dude, years ago. Oh, MVP that right. year. Aaron Luke breaking his wrist. Hey, he's he been he's been won. really consistent. He's been, other than that, you know, which only Freddy put him out what? Definition was consistent. He was out for like a year, kind of, off and on that year, and that was really the only down year he's had since he's been a break. Well, he was only so. out like two months, and then he came back and hit 300. So that would have been his MVP year. It would have been. It started off as his MVP year. Luckily, he got it in 2020. But there are many years where he got screwed out of MVP. So you can look at his 2016 year and almost be like, "Make this is an MVP caliber year too." So it wasn't no surprise. His 2016 year was really. He would have had a halfway decent first start of the season. He would 100%. I think we can afford him. It comes down to that. My bad. Bryce Harper, I know we discussed this, but like uh, Bryce Harper more than deserved the MVP, right? So you can't really take that away from him. But, you know, Freddie should have been in the conversation. Austin Riley should have been talked about a little bit. Austin Riley should have been MVP. Uh, Hands down, he should have been. I can't say that. That's a little bit too biased looking at the stats. I, 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 I went into thinking that, and then I looked at the stats, and I do recognize that there is like a, a, a tier above a little bit, but still, yeah, it, it, it is fucked up that they weren't mentioned at all. Like the, it just blows he's my mind. At least a finalist. Like Snicker too. He should have been manager of the year in my opinion. Like I absolutely agree done, with that. 100%. The way, well, what he done with that team at the end of the year, get, uh, not manager of the year, but like front office award. Did, didn't we get yeah, something? Anthopolis that? didn't get that. No, Anthopolis no. didn't get manager of the year. And that's a complete snub. Like, hey, not well, man- 
It was I mean, like a snub fest. They gave us the World Series and it, gave us nothing else. It's because it's the front office. I mean, the full season, not the fucking, yeah. um, not the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, so exactly. Which is dumb that. because, like I said, we were what well below five hundred, and then we have this guy bringing all these guys that we're, you know, that you just kind of like whatever. If like, you're the MVP through one hundred and sixty-two games, then you deserve it. You're just like, not making just, even if your team don't make the playoffs. I mean, you still were the best player throughout the full season. I understand that. I understand. I'm not. That. I'm not hey, look, you, I'm not unhappy. Bryce Harper won it. No, I, I'm glad he done over Soto because Soto already has a World Series ring in his young career, which is kind of funny like, that it happens the year after he leaves for Philly. MVPs to come. Say what? It's funny that. <laughs> they get that World Series ring the year after he leaves for Philly. Immediately after, yeah. Yeah, right yeah. after. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he even know. said, I'm bringing a World Series to Washington on accident in his very first press conference. And I know. At, at, at <laughs> Citizens Bank Park. That's hilarious. Yeah, it's good I always stuff. dislike Bryce Harper, man. When he was with the Nats, I, I hated him. But, you know, I think even Hunter could attest to this is like, Whenever uh, he was a free agent, I kind of wanted the Braves to get him a little bit. Is like, oh, who did? You want that guy on your team? Yeah, I got one of them on our team. It was like thirteen years, whatever, five hundred. What was it? <laughs> whatever his deal was, it was outrageous. But yeah, it wasn't that outrageous. Looking back, though, that's yeah. the thing. Well, you got to think it's, now. I mean, now it was twelve over twelve years, three hundred, and I think sixty. It's between three twenty and three sixty. Actually, it's three thirty. I believe. That's but yeah, that's not that years. bad. They they made half that money back that season in 2019. That's nothing, man. They're good with that deal. Yeah, they actually came and, out and good on it. Yeah, so uh, I don't I don't like people criticizing that deal because it just don't make sense. Well, it's no. an investment. Hey, they that deal makes sense. The deal that they gave yeah. uh, in New York uh, to Lindor that doesn't make sense. Yeah, and what's a middle what of the road shortstop? That's the market for other guys. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's good for them if if that's what they can do. But yeah, it sets the market high for other teams to sign guys like uh like Story Correa. If Lindor set the market at three hundred and you know however many million. See, I don't like these big contracts being issued like that because it just screws up the market, raises ticket prices for fans. It just comes down yeah. to greedy behavior. Yeah. But if a, a lot team's of these gonna teams... offer it to you, you'd be stupid not to take it. <laughs> yeah, I know. You'd be really stupid not to take it, you know, but like you said, it's just raising the prices of the market and everybody that it's just not good because you got teams out there that's not willing like us. We're not really willing to spend that kind of money out there for a player like that. We're, Dude, we've spent more you know, money we're, than we're, I expected us to recently. Really. Right. But we still we go all in on our developmental oh, yeah. process and players. You know what I'm saying? Which Definitely. is the way it should be. Definitely. Yeah. That's what pays million dollars is not, is, yeah. Yeah, It's not going to take you to the promised land. It's not guaranteeing anything, right? So. No, it's not. Yeah. But, uh. You know, I mean, that's just kind of where I sit on it is that these outlandish contracts are screwing the game. They are. I mean, the money's obviously there, though. So yeah, fuck it. But it's all They're our backs paid. as the fans. Yeah. 
that uh, fuck it it's better that than just being in an owner's pocket that's got a fucking trillion dollars no i agree with that but i'm just saying let the players get paid no i I mean i wish it was easier so that we could sign guys no yeah like if ted turner was still in charge (laughs) we'd be signing guys big time I'd have to see what his net net works like. It's still because it's not going to be the same as Liberty Media. Oh, it is. It's bigger. Yeah, it's not bigger than Liberty Media. (laughs) It's a corporation. corporation. They own Formula One. (laughs) And he owned a lot of stuff. Not Formula One. Yeah, that's not the same type of wealth. That's a corporation. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, I don't think there. I don't understand the finances between the two, but I don't think that Liberty Media has say over what the Braves do. I think their they profit that they bring in, but I, I, what I'm saying is I think the profit that the Braves bring in is what's used in the payroll. No, that's like definitely that. true. That is exactly true. That what the Braves okay, bring well, in is what. Well, okay, well, if you think about that, then you can understand why the Braves are hesitant to pay, pay Freeman. Because they they just finally made some good profit, they're trying to hold on. Yeah, to but it. you're also messing with the goodwill you just earned if you don't re-sign a guy that is the franchise no. cornerstone. But they already made that money. So, I know. <laughs> to us, from our, our you got to sign that man. You got you got to sign that man. He's a you franchise do. player. Yeah. He, He's been with us from the beginning. He's went through the bad times, the good times. Like yeah. you can't let you can't let a player like that walk out of your clubhouse. Absolutely you, not. After you know mm-hmm. a year like that. No, I hundred percent agree. I'm just saying they done made that money though. Well, so why give it all back? Well, why but, also piss off your fan base that showed up and gave oh, you that money? It would do more because than piss them off. They're going to be competitive again either way. Because the thing is, you know, he's going to end up in a Dodger uniform, right? If if he's not in a Braves uniform, yeah, it's probably uh, more than likely going to be. And that's going to come back and, and do that's, what? Bite us in the ass? Yeah, <laughs> that that would get us hard. I mean, you look at what Duvall did. Very to us hard. That would play piss us. everybody out. They better yeah. not let Duvall walk oh, either. Man. Yeah, dude. And yeah, I'd, I'd rather pay Freeman thirty million to not. Winner. I'd rather oh, pay yeah. Freeman thirty million a year to not screw us year and. And you're out in the playoffs. <laughs> that's how I, mean? I feel. Yeah, that seems like it's the sure thing. Yeah, that's karma sure always comes thing. back to get you, right? It does. <laughs> I, I wish I could see when y'all were bring when you were bringing your mic up, so I know when you're about to talk. So my, I, my, bad, my bad, talking over y'all a little bit. No, you're fine. But, but yeah, <sighs> dude, that that yeah, bothers but- me. The thought of him in, a, in another uniform I, or a Dodgers uniform. I can deal with another uniform, but not a Dodgers uniform. Yeah, it pisses me off ungodly, the thought of it. I've already seen teams conspiring in their subreddits and shit, talking about, like, I've, I've seen the Dodgers talk about that. Like, Freddie at first, moved Max Muncy to second. And, I mean, uh, they got rid of Seager, who was their big-time hitter. Like, he's the guy that came through in, in playoff moments. Mr. He's Clutch. the guy that – Yeah, well, actually, that's Jock Peterson. Remember that game – in game two in, in the 2020 series when uh they were down like nine to one or some shit like that. Yeah. Or it may be a little bit less than that. And he's the guy that comes through and hits the three run homer to get you back into the game. He's 
he's super clutch. So they got to replace him with somebody. Yeah. And Freddie Freeman would be a prime target for that. Prime candidate. He's he's young thirties, but you can also tell that he's going to be in shape for those years. Yeah. He's not just going to fall off unless something literally falls off his being. Unless his arm falls off. That motherfucker's still going to be, he's like a robot. Hey guys, let's uh, take a short break and let's hear a word from our sponsor. What do you guys think? All right. Let's go. All right. Let's go, Anchor. All right, guys. <laughs> Welcome back to Thomas Hall, guys. So um, we've been pondering what is what is there to really think about here with the lockout. So I've already seen um, our, our, our baseball sub already go crazy. They're already talking about which teams – mascots in a death match would kill each other if we went to a round robin tournament. I think anybody kills blooper. Uh, uh, no, look, the Braves are already up there because we're a Native American fighting force in the Braves. Yeah, but right now our so, mascot is blooper. No, no, no. It's it, it's more about who what your team represents. So there's Royals, as in like um, uh, they've been viewed as like, uh, think of English Royals, during the times when the Vikings invaded that type, we, we broke it down. Cardinals, all the Blue Jays, the Orioles, all them, they're fucked. They're done. Oh, yeah, they're definitely you know? done. Yeah. Okay, so the Giants. Yeah. Okay, that's a large humanoid being. But I think it's just a defeated. <laughs> Twins. Uh, is that two twin fetuses? I don't know. I'm gonna or go with two, two twins, twin fetuses. Two regular human beings. Is that what Just we're gonna two, go with? Human, two regular human beings. I mean, uh, who's to say? Who knows what they're like? Hey, angels. Look, I'm going, hey, can you kill angels? If it was two twin fetuses, I wouldn't give it too much of a chance. If it was in New York, <laughs> or no, I don't give it much chance if they're in Texas. True that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, personally, I don't agree with that, but we're not getting into it. Hey, that's yeah, that's we're not getting into that. We're not getting into that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But okay. Okay. How about this? How about this? Angels. Who wins between Native American warriors and angels? Uh, I'm going to go Native American warriors. Have you seen? How, how do you kill an angel? Well, you know there hmm. there are multiple multiple. Uh, if you look into Native American beliefs, right? They kill angels in, in uh, their folklore? I mean, I'm not going that far, but, you know, they do summon nature. They're one with nature. No, they're one with nature, yeah, for sure. And I, I don't know well, how that can be. In, in, in this brave de- Braves death match, if anybody from Reddit listens to this, Root for the Braves because they got a strong chance. There, yeah. There's not many other teams that can beat that. That is correct. But anyway, all right. Yeah, so out of that, all right. So Mets. <laughs> what do you got? The Mets uh, and how Scherzer fits into it. Uh, what are your thoughts on it, Jamin? Where do you uh, where do you see him taking the Mets to? Yeah, I think the Mets are going to always Mets no matter 
who oh, they mess signed. It up. Yeah, they'll mess it up. Okay, if we take that, take that out of the equation, and where did they stand? You know, the Mets always seem promising going into the season, but you know, I don't, I don't really have much confidence that they'll be able to compete, compete with any the Phillies. You know, the Phillies are a far better team. I think we can all agree to that than the Mets, right? Oh, absolutely. So they're going to be. They're going to be better than them. The Nationals, they're going to get better, right? The Marlins, we'll see what they're doing with their pitching and the the, the additions they're making. Like they're really super competitive, right? So the whole division's improving, right? So go into the Marlins a little bit. What you think about the Marlins? Because they're, they're the ones that I think that can make a run towards the yeah. top of the division. I mean, they match. They can match our pitching, right? Every single time, like they might have even better pitching than than we do, you know. And that's pretty I crazy. Think right? I think they might. Right. I think you might. They have a bunch of young studs, man, you know, and, you know, and they've lost the guy. Like, you know, they had a stud in Hernandez, you know, uh, Felix. Max uh, Ma- Mayer hasn't even, uh, Meyer, Max Mayer, Meyer, whatever. He hasn't even started yet. And he's like one of their top, top guys. And then they just had a rookie of the year. And then you had uh, Paulo Lopez. Sixto Sanchez. And, uh, and Sandy Alcantara. Sandy Alcantara, Alcantara yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, they've got they've got pitching for days. They've got enough uh, good starting pitching that they could fill their whole bull, bullpen with starting pitchers. <laughs> That's true. That's very yeah, I mean, true. Sure. I mean, we, we're pretty much a bully to the Marlins. Like we beat them up pretty good, but they I feel like they played us better than about any other team in the division this they year. They do. I mean, they do. They played us tough, even though we kind of whooped up on them. When it, like you go back, we probably we probably won double the amount of games, you know, but. It, they played us tough every single game, it seemed like. They played us way better than they have in many, many, in many years. Yeah, for sure. Because it's usually a steamroll of us against them. Yeah, I mean, it seemed like we kind of struggled with the Mets early on. But, you know, they, they just, every year they dwindle. You know, after the All-Star break, they have, you know, like Jeff McNeil, all these guys, it's like good, but they get hurt. And then things just kind of pile up on each other. You well, know, I want you to think about this. The raccoon, uh, the raccoon controversy, aka like uh, when Lindor and Jeff McNeil was arguing in between the hallway, you know, going to the clubhouse, and they tried to say they were arguing whether they seen a raccoon or a rat or some shit like that. It's like, motherfucker, y'all got clubhouse problems. It's clear. Don't try to bullshit us and say that. They were arguing over something, whether something was a raccoon or not. Well, it's like uh, when... Uh, That's long forgotten now. But. <laughs> it was what, when uh, Donaldson uh, got into it with one of his managers, right? Uh, he, Him and... Uh, oh, who was it? It was in Toronto. Uh, what, Montoya? Yeah, I think it was Montoya, maybe. But anyways, uh, pulls him out and... Uh, Donaldson, you know how his temper is. He goes over there, and then when the reporters asked him about what the conflict was, he said, man, he was just uh, asking me what kind of cologne I was wearing. You know? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. He, you know, uh, when he played for the Braves, he had that same character and stuff. I like, love it. I wanted, to, I wanted to keep him around, man. I and the way he was too. willing to fight. You know, he got hit, and he was already staring him down. Like, look, <laughs> you don't want to mess with me, you know? No, he like, will fight the whole team yeah, by himself. Yeah, we loved it. And the clubhouse seemed to really like him, too, so that's really all that matters. You know, I the can't remember. Him. Was it Joe Musgrove that hit him? I think it might have been Musgrove. No, it was Cole. Cole. Who? 
No, it wasn't Cole. Cole was gone by that point. He was a Houston Astro by that point in 2019. But I think it might have been Joe Musgrove or somebody. It was. But I know it was, you guys remember it was bravado. It wasn't man. Chris Archer. His home runs were just laser beams. I mean, he would just destroy yeah. the ball. Dude, and he, he just had, had that swagger. He, he had that Jock Peterson swag about him, right? Like, he was just yeah. like, yeah, yeah, that fucking mentality. Like, he's just going to do whatever he wants. And, yeah, everybody seemed to love it. But, yeah, it, 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 I'm glad we didn't give him the contract, right? Like, at the time, I was kind of hoping we would. But it turns out that was a bad contract to give to a player that was injury prone. Because yeah. since he was the Twins. kind of crazy about Ozuna, like uh, when we were waiting to see if we were going to give him a contract, I, I, like, I, I was kind of thinking like, okay, we'll do him like Donaldson and not sign him. And it kind of surprised me the contract we did sign him to. Like, was it 66 mil, something yeah, like that? Yeah, it was 66 like, mil. 60-something 60 for like four years. Which is actually like a pretty that. good contract. No, that's a good deal. You no, know, it it should be perfect for him. He which, was only twenty nine at the time. 20, which like, he, actually, if you look at his deal, it's backloaded. So like he made less money in the first two years and yeah, more money yeah. in the last two. When so, we're making more money and inflation's changed, yeah. yeah. So now it makes it makes sense. But it, it to sucks. be honest, I think no. Uh, look. It, there's, they could be other teams that would be like, yeah, I'll take on that contract because he's going to be a good ball player going forward. But they're going to make a swap he's for hit another home runs at DH for us. They're going to make us pull a Matt Kemp for uh, what was the guy we sent over there? Oh, we got Scott Kazmar and Matt Kemp in that deal. I'm not I know. sure we traded him. And they were considering it bad. We were swapping bad contracts. No, we got the better end of that deal. Yeah, for sure. And- yeah, but we didn't do shit with Matt Kemp that year, so it it's, it's pretty wild no, to even think that Matt Kemp was a brave for a year, right? That's pretty. It's like a, it's Two a years, weird dream that we had. For me, it's not that big a deal. Like I didn't think of Matt Kemp as that big of a player. Yeah, but looking back, like I, I, some of the journals talked about, like how terrible he fit in with the clubhouse, and how you know he wasn't really that player that uh, rookies could look up to type thing. Yeah. Like he wasn't. Yeah, he wasn't that guy, and yeah, they got rid of him fast. So. That was yeah. when we started seeing that change in direction of what we were looking for. And after the Frank Wren mess, you know, we oh, started God. kind of trying to figure out how we build this thing sustainable to win multiple world championships. We were blessed you know with AA. Let me, let me ask you this. Um, both of you, what, what, what's your players in your mind that was weird? Not necessarily free agent signings, but players that we traded for that you didn't think we'd get. For me, it's uh, J.D. Drew. Like, he was kind of out of nowhere, had a really good season, and Mark Teixeira. I was actually going to bring up Teixeira. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what other – oh, we get uh, – well, actually, I think he was free agent. Gary Sheffield. Yeah, but Sheffield. But, yeah, like, I was like, uh, who, are, who are those guys in your mind? You're like, where'd they – I didn't yeah, expect – I remember, I remember when we got, like, J.D. Drew, right? <laughs> you remember that? Uh, a center fielder? Yeah. For yeah. Red Four, yeah. yeah. Uh, we got Frenchie back, you know, after after he played for the Royals. Like, that was pretty yeah. awesome. Um, that was later on, though. That was, like, 2000. Yeah. But you talk about, like, trades. Like, I remember – I can remember when we, when we got Max Freed from uh, San Diego for, like, Aaron Northcraft or something. I was yeah, like, man, we, what an absolute yeah. steal. What an absolute steal. Well, ain't that crazy? And oh. you've seen what he'd done. He, he was a huge – probably the biggest part of us winning that World Series, right? So, yeah, Max Freed. 
and we traded them for Good nothing. Point, the same way we got Dansby. I mean, we traded when we got Dansby. It was for nothing. Like that was the biggest steal in the and MLB. We got, no, we, we got Dansby. Listen, yes. we got Dansby. We got uh, what was it? Endurance, Yarte, and uh, who else do we get? Aaron Blair. Yeah, yeah for Shelby well, Miller. For I Shelby Miller. Miller. Never played yeah. the same after he played yeah. with us. Never played close to that level. Not even You're talking close. About Aaron Blair? Yeah, yeah. No, no we're talking no, about Shelby Miller. He, he had like maybe ten starts with us, and I ain't heard about him since. Of course. But yeah. What well, that one year Shelby Miller had with us though? He was he looked like a completely oh, he, was Cy young, he was a Cy yeah. Young player, right? He was a Cy yeah. Young player, and or like he, now looking back, it was the first half. He had a really amazing first half. But yeah, he he was great, and I was actually sad when we traded him. I was like, man, that was the one good thing I got to watch, you know. But now looking back, obviously, we'll take it. And I remember when we signed Enciarte to that, like, um, it's like four years, seventy million something. Yeah, so that's a pretty big contract we've had right there. That that I mean, that was, but and you know, you we look signed at- that in like. Probably 2018. Yeah, maybe going into the 18 all season. Yeah, but uh, that was a me, big deal. Here's here's one I've got for y'all. Now I know we're all biased because we're Braves fans, right? Yeah. But what do y'all think about the candidacy of Andrew Jones, ten-time Glo- Golden Glove winner, right? Four hundred and I think thirty-four home runs. I mean, I think he should be a lock for the Hall. Just off of defensive metrics alone. He is a lock for the Hall simply because if you spend 10 years uh, being the best at your position ever, then you deserve the Hall of Fame. Yes. But uh, that's uh, that's all I've got to say about it. But then again, Kurt Schilling deserves to be in the Hall of Fame, and he's not. Pete Rose deserves to be in the Hall of Fame, he's not. What do you feel, Jamin? Yeah, well, I mean, we all agree to that, right? Like, some yeah. of our fondest memories, like, are the Jones brothers going back to back. Yeah, dude, that happened through a whole decade. But yeah, Pete Rose, that's a whole different discussion, right? Because he's he's out of it for a whole different reason than somebody like Andrew Jones. But still, think it's a BS reason. I I, I agree with that a hundred percent because Pete Rose, what I mean, you look at his statistics. I mean, he was probably one of the greatest hitters of all time, right? Like. No, and not not probably. He is literally the is, best hitter right. of all time. Of all time, and what he was like, you know, he, he was a great manager too. But yeah. then he got shunned out of baseball completely. He bet you know? on his own team. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he wasn't betting on him to lose. He's betting on right. him to win. Who wouldn't? You bet on yourself. You yeah, know, you're betting what on yourself bet to win. Take? I would do the same thing. You would too. And then you know? the commissioner lies to you and says, "Hey, man, you'll be eligible for reinstatement in a year or two, You know, and that doesn't keep you out of the hall. But then the hall votes that anybody on the commissioner's exempt list is not eligible yeah. for the Hall of Fame. That was collusion by Major League Baseball so, and the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Well, what's like? Uh, what about Barry Bonds? You think he should be in the Hall of Fame? You think that's? Um, I believe that. With his credentials, right before the steroid stuff, yes, I truly he believe be he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. But he deserves to be in a wing, specifically designated for cheaters. 
Ham, no, I, Clemens, yeah. well, Pettit. That, that would have a lot of different players, right, with that asterisk across it. Like, you think about, like, oh, Roger Clemens, the player that he was, you know, but his career kind of got taken. What about Ortiz? Where do you put him? Where is it? David Ortiz, Hall of Famer, all the way. I know, but he's also steroid. He only got David, caught when, in, in the infancy of his career. Infancy. Okay, that's my, no. Uh, okay, well, that's my point. Fucking, there's a lot of guys that are very gray area. He's gray there's, area, but he's a guarantee because it was only at the beginning, like first couple years of his career. After that, no, nah, I think if you get steroids at all, ever tested for steroids, then you're tainted with that. Well, okay, I'll give you that. Okay, then, then, how, then how do we look at Nelson Cruz? Okay. Oh, then, what a, what a smacker. Yeah. <laughs> uh, look, I, I, okay, okay, I'm down for Nelson Cruz and Barry Bonds being in Listen, In my opinion, why not get as roided up as possible and just smash baseballs, right? That's the whole point. Yeah. That's, what, that's what we play Bump the game. the Hall of Fame. Bump let's the Hall of Fame. Do. I want to hit 700 homers. L- yeah. Let's get, yeah. Let's just see him pump baseballs. Let's baseball, do that. Get home runs yeah. out. The game, like <laughs> it's like a roid, fucking uh, yeah. He got two massive contracts by smashing baseballs. And was saying, "Fuck the Hall of Fame." That's what he was saying. Well, I mean, I kind of get it. I mean, I I would want to. I, I take that back because I would want to play the game like a Chipper Jones and try to be, you know, a Hall of Famer that way. Well, Don't get me wrong. I mean, you read the book, like even Chipper. I he, could be happy either way. I mean, Chipper okay. said he was tempted, but he never actually did it. Now, it was, yeah, was yeah. he loaded up to on like yeah. the whole time. So he it was, was on. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They all take supplements of some sort. Of yeah, yeah. There's no doubt about that. I mean, you have to. I mean, 162 game season. Yes, you're going to take a <laughs> couple biking and a, and probably an amphetamine before you go play. Probably so. Especially at Chipper Jones with his knees fucked up. Oh, yeah, like, you got to have take, those opioids. He's going to take three Vicodin and, and an amphetamine before he goes out to play. And an inflammatory, like a ibuprofen. like ibuprofen, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, for real. I That's mean, just the fact. Freddie Freeman even done so. Who do you think he learned that from? Chipper Jones? That's right. <laughs> Nah, I don't know. And there's nothing wrong with that. But, I mean, they got a hard job. It's like hockey. It's like you can't just keep going out there and getting beat up. And baseball will beat you up a lot more than people think. It's not like – it's not the soft sport people think. No, because, I mean, all three of us have played. Not at that level, but we played. And Enough to get beat up a little bit. I mean, you, you, you'll get your butt kicked. Good God. I mean, it will tear your body up, you know. Especially a metal spike, the daggum uh, knee. God, that like, sucked. I, I had a baseball imprinted into my thigh, thigh when I was catching, as a foul ball, where it was imprinted in my thigh for like two years. I had baseball <laughs> seams imprinted in my thigh. Like that ought to tell you all you need to know. Yeah, and. I've had fingers broken catching. I've had my uh, people with the bat hit my uh, catcher's glove and break fingers. Like, yeah, that shit's rough. And if you do anything 162 times, I don't care what you're doing. You're going to get hurt. You're going to be, it's a rough sport. But, I mean, anyways, 
Yeah, it's a very rough sport. That's I mean, the beautiful thing about baseball is like when it gets to the end of the season, it kind of does. You have to, to test your manhood, right? So you got to dig deep, and yeah. really, the strongest, the strongest is what the cream rises to the top, right? That's <laughs> it's, right. It's, yeah, and you get that yeah, extra yeah. adrenaline once and, you and get the And our guys, you know, Ozzy, Dansby, Freddie. I mean, they play game and game out, right? I mean, they played like 160 games, all of them. So. I mean, those guys proven, and you know when and I, I know towards the end of the season. I don't know if we discussed this or not, but when Freddie pretty much uh, cussed out Dan's for wanting yeah, to take a day yeah. off, yeah, he's yeah. like, "Look, we don't take days off." And he did you know? take a day off. The difference between and, being yeah. hurt and being injured, and you know, Dude. when you're hurt, you need to be out here, you know. And the story so about like, him putting his little sweater up there—that guy that yeah, makes me yeah, laugh yeah. to this day. Yeah, no, I remember sending that to Jamin, uh sending him the article <laughs> where uh, basically. Uh, manager and management had to send Freddie a message to be like, lay off Dansby. Look, we're giving him a day off. Don't, you know, chew his ass off that bad. And the next day when he comes in, Freddie's got his, what he called his little sweater setting up waiting for him. And it, and it was the only thing in his, <laughs> in his locker. I mean, yeah, we need that. You got to have both. You gotta have people that's compassionate yet competitive. It's a compassionate and competitive sport. No yeah. doubt about it. <laughs> yeah, nothing but love. Yeah, we love talking about baseball. Yeah, I like I said, I just wish we didn't have the lockout in effect. I wish. And the postseason was churning too. We had good shit to talk about. Like there was things to a actually lot discuss. Of stuff. I mean, like I said, we, we, I think next year there's a good chance, you know, if we can keep this core group together, maybe bring back two of those three with Duvall, Solaire. Uh, or Duvall, Rosario, either one. Yeah. If we take two of those three back, I, and if we we have to resign Freddie, right? If we don't That's resign Freddie, there's no chance that we have there's no, ever repeat. Now. There's no there's chance of a repeat. Zero no. possibility, no matter what. That. That's the thing that the owners need to be thinking about is if you dislodge Freddie from this situation, then the repeat, like division repeats and all that, go out the window. You don't know that that's a fact. You're also like, uh, like we know if he if he stays there, we're winning the division again next year. Fact. You're also Promise. negating Promise. any kind of goodwill. Like I said. A while back. Goodwill. No, if you sign somewhere else, then the goodwill don't fucking matter. What, I mean, what did I just gone. say? I just said it negates all the goodwill if you can't re-sign your cornerstone player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're But guess what? Me and you will still be watching on an open day, opening day if he doesn't sign. Yeah, but guess what? Just us watching ain't enough. That's to... all they care about. That's all they it, care about. No, what they don't, what they need to care about is you do that. You're not going to have those sellout crowds like you did last year. You're not going to have people doing, going to every one of these games because a lot of them are fans of Freeman and are going to be disgusted by the factor that the team screwed him over. That's our boy, Blue. That's right. That's our boy, Blue. Look. I went to games just to try to see Chipper Jones. Exactly. So I understand that. I know there's going to be guys, there's going to be 
whole families of people where there's four people that go as a family just because their kids want to see Freddie Freddie. And that's a lot of money over time. And that money adds up quick, like just concession wise, ticket wise. Then they buy several jerseys. That's my point. That money. Okay. We have a a superstar, right? That, that missed out last year. That's going to come back even hungrier than he's ever had. Ever That's right, and, and you know what? That it it turns out that that was the best thing that could have happened because everybody, you know how there's the um, uh, you win the World Series and you kind of go into like a content mode, like you're happy with what happened. We need an Acuna and a fucking Charlie Morton with a broke leg to come back and be add some fire to that. We really do, and yeah, it, that will help. Foot. I mean, Ronald Acuna, I mean, we've seen what he, he does. He wants to win a World Series, too. And he's a great, the greatest right fielder in baseball. We know that for a fact. So, you know, we, looking at our outfield and, you know, we know what our infield's capable of. That was the best part of our team for the latter part of last year. So, yeah, our, our infield's the most solid there is in baseball. Offensively and offensively. Like so our whole infield don't break it basically up. had we had thirty home runs across the whole infield last year. Yeah, I mean, except like for Dansby, but time, he was close. Time, that's yeah. happened in history. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it's hard to talk that. No, you can't be it. And our outfield spots are basically a toss up. I feel like the Braves are comfortable. And in that main core infield and just throwing out there, like, whether it be Rosario, Soler, Duvall, Pache at the earlier in the season. No, like, we, we can throw out a million guys in the outfield. don't matter. But if that infield stays producing, yeah, I mean, you don't need a lot more. With the D, we get to have the DH next year and. That's only going to help us improve because we felt like we we're pretty much like oh, an AM team. Twenty, yeah. To begin with, like so, I, I look forward to it, man. Because it's like the more batters we get to have, because it seems like every time Max Fried's the only pitcher we have that that feels like can consistently can, hit. I mean, who won yeah. the Silver Slugger, right? <laughs> I mean, that's that. pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're, you're exactly you're right. the last pitcher you're to ever better. win a Silver Slugger. We're going to get better when the DH comes about in the National League, which will be this year when the CBA comes out. Well, we also got to look at, we, like I said, used to be a baseball purist, didn't believe in the DH, right? Got the DH for a year, loved the DH, but I'm just, I'm not completely sold on the expanded playoff uh, the way they did in 2020. Well, I mean, the Braves done good in the in the environment, but I don't like the fact that if you do win your division, you still have to play a three game playoff. Agreed. But I, I like the three game playoff better than I do the one game playoff. So I mean, uh, I don't know. It, it, Look, I my, could deal with that a little bit. It, it's my, according to what they try to do. My thing is. The wild card teams, the two wild card teams, right? Play a three game set, best two or three. 
Oh, now if the wild card teams played each other from each division. Now, what if that? How would that work? This thing, I don't know. That couldn't work. Yeah, well, no, there would be four wild card teams if they done it like they done last in two thousand twenty. I'm, I believe. All right. So yeah, you, because there was a second. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. The second place in each division got to play in the playoffs last year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so there's uh, uh, there's several ways they could go with that. Uh, I was surprised. Oh, that, I, I like the current way it is. I was know. surprised. Well, I don't like I don't like the one game playoff. I think that the two wild card teams need to play a three game set. I don't mind them adding one more like team it. into the mix for each league, but it wouldn't work out like that if you were trying to do it, like you know. No, what I'm just simply saying is same format we have now, right? Except the wild card teams play the best two, I mean, you know, best of three. And then the rest of the way, it's five game. Well, what if they do it where there's a bye with the, with the team with the most wins? I think and we're just, that, I ahead. think we're sour about it because with the, uh, whatever happened with that, uh, the first year they did the one game wild card, the Braves versus St. Louis. Yeah. I think we all remember yeah. how that went, right? So yeah. I think we're all yeah. a little bit sour about that. And yeah. Yeah. after playing 162 games, it shouldn't be decided by one game. Not like, by that's one game. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's just okay. doesn't make any sense. Okay. Even three games, but it still pisses me off when a first place team say has to do that. You know what I mean? Like we're, we're a division series; we shouldn't have to be playing a wild card. Yeah. And that's how the twenty twenty setup is like. Yeah, there, there's a there's a round to get to the divisional series, and the getting to the World Series is hard enough. I don't want to play a, a wild card round, a divisional round, a championship round, and then the World Series. That's four fucking. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Especially if you're a first place team like the Dodgers, Braves. But I don't know if I'd necessarily want the bye, dude. You you wouldn't want to sit no, that cold. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. I agree. I mean, because you look at teams like, um, let's just say football, for instance, right? The team uh, in each league with the best record gets a bye, right? What happens yeah. a lot of times when that happens? You come out cold yeah, the next break. week. Yeah, I see it. I wouldn't want to buy. What's the most recent example of that in NFL? Um, Y'all know a lot more better than I do. Well, I can. Like, I feel like it's always hurt the Panthers for sure. Like, anytime they've had like time to like. A couple weeks preparation after they've been on a hot streak. Like sometimes it does mess with you mentally. You're not the same after that. 2009 is a prime example with the Panthers, right? Yeah. Jake Delhomme having a hell of a good season, right? Against the Cardinals. Against the Cardinals. Five interceptions. Five interceptions, and then never regains the the mentality he once had. Completely screwed us. Yeah. Yeah. He. He's still a legend in my book. <laughs> oh, he's I mean, definitely a legend. The raging yeah. Cajun. The raging Cajun got us to the Super Bowl, yeah. Love hearing that guy talk. He actually has a podcast, him and uh, Jordan Gross. Oh, yeah, I've listened to that, yeah. Yeah, it's actually pretty good. Yeah, yeah. They do the radio podcast, yes. Yeah, they do, they do. And it's uh, 
you know Mick Mixon, who used to be the announcer uh, for the Panthers? He's retiring this year. This is last year, uh, actually, being the voice of the Panthers. I was surprised. Yeah. But he's also a Carolina grad and uh, used to do some of the radio broadcast with uh, Woody Durham. The legendary, yeah, the legendary voice of the Tar Heels. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I yeah, have North a lot Carolina of appreciation. Yeah, I thought yes. stumbling around, right? That's right. But we still, we're still Braves country. So this is Braves hard. country. It's Braves country. Braves country is pretty damn wide. It's not. It's wide. I know. We're hey, reaching all ears. We are the America's country. team. Damn it. Especially, <laughs> this, yeah, especially this season. Damn this right. Playoff. Have you, right, ever, have you ever seen a a World Series where every single person was <laughs> rooting against one team? They wanted they they could may not have no, loved the Braves, no, but no. they hated the Astros so much they Nobody were rooting for us. Well, okay, well, uh, how about in 2017, man? Astros and Dodgers. At that point, the Astros had just made it to the World Series. So we wanted them to win over the Dodgers. Oh hell yeah! Because I hate the Dodgers. Still in 2017. Yeah, yeah. Still hate so, the Dodgers. I mean, te- <laughs> technically, we didn't even know they were. Che- Man, it's weird. I'm gonna have to go back and watch like a full game, like game one at at, at uh, Minute Maid Park. What and you see about see the how, trash can beat thing? Just to, no, just to, well, I've already seen that part, but just to see the atmosphere of how it felt. Like with them cheating, knowing they're cheating, that'll be interesting. That would actually make well, for an interesting. Uh, I don't know. We should all watch that and then maybe recap it. That could be something well, to do. Know, I remember right when Auto hit that home run in the NL or ALCS, and he was telling him not to rip his shirt off because. Oh uh, he yeah, said yeah. Didn't wanna, a tattoo. Yeah, want him to take his yeah. shirt off? Yeah, it was like man. Yeah. That was the biggest red flag of all. Like, yeah, just obvious liar bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. So, I still feel like Altuve may have been one of the ones that didn't cheat. That's because you've seen that video that we all seen. I thought that beforehand. I know, but you, no, uh, but before that, that I mean, they came out with that video saying that like he was the one that that didn't, you know, like. They they put out a percentage of at bats that guys used it, and Altuve was one of the ones that used it the least. Yeah, but I mean, um, his team look. Even though he doesn't benefit from it directly, he does. Still everybody benefit. He still does benefit from it yeah. because uh, if a guy in front of you is using that, then you're going to get better pitches. It's like, just like, uh, for instance, spider tack, right? Everybody was using it, and you notice when not everybody, not With everybody, that, but not everybody. Yeah. But anyways, you notice when Cole went Half to Cole went to uh, Houston, right? Every one of those pitchers is uh, RPMs drastically like the went Rays. up. He became a fucking all star all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah, and that even goes. I'm even saying that with Morton. I don't know if he did it, but. And look, no, no, but look, a team like the Rays, especially if they're not, if it's not a problem for you to use spider tack and the umpires are saying nothing, then why not use spider tack? It makes sense. No, it's it makes not sense. A problem. 
Yeah, those guys shouldn't be blamed for that. I agree with that. I mean, but... Even the rosin and sunscreen, I mean, I feel like that should still be an option. No, rosin and sunscreen should be allowed. That should not... There should not be anything wrong with using rosin and sunscreen. Pitchers have but used that... There are a lot from, of pitchers that clearly become... Like, they had pitched for five, six years. You've seen that they were good pitchers, not great. And then all of a sudden, they exploded. Dude, like... That has to do with spider attack. That's not them. I mean, personally, from middle school on, right? Everybody uses the the rosin bag and a little bit of sweat or some sunscreen. Yeah, but that's not what we're talking about. We're I talking know. about fucking something different, yeah. I know that, but I'm just saying, I still think that should be allowed as... The Rosin. And think about yeah. Dallas Keuchel and his stint during with Houston yeah. winning the World Series. Like you know, he had some nasty breaking balls, throwing oh, yeah. slow as fuck with his fingers still attached to the ball. Yeah, ten inches after he'd already threw it. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. But hey, I don't know. You know, hopefully we'll be able to. Uh, we'll have some more. Josh Tomlin's another one. Yeah, Tomlin. I guarantee it. We thought Corey Kluber, you know, because he started really shitting it up after that that whole thing came out, but he still won the Cy Young, so, you know. Well, His know. arm also basically fell apart after a little bit. He that's had to true. get Tomlin on late, so that's part of it, but yeah, you're right. Hey, do you think that's why Tomlin fell off so bad this year because he couldn't use Not just that. Not just that. He, his off period. But he was a, he, he's definitely one of the guys that used it, yeah. Oh, definitely. He, he helped us. He did. No, no. He was a good coach. He'll make a good coach. I think they should keep him on as a coach. Yeah, that, that was his whole roster position was being co- a coach for the bullpen. Yeah, man. I mean, really. Yeah, and and I, I don't mind it at all. I don't either. Keep him around. Keep Flowers around for the catchers. I, I care less. I mean, really. But, hey, you know, maybe next time we uh, have a pod, we'll have a little more to talk about. Maybe there'll be some news. Yeah, hopefully. hopefully an end to the hopefully an end of this strike bullshit and everything but um it's been good talking with you guys like i said i had been waiting all week for this man was really looking forward to it and it's been a lot of fun so um you know hopefully yeah, we can I, have a little we're about more. to get some live uh discord podcast out with video yeah now definitely. that we're starting to get used to that so yeah definitely look for that coming soon guys all right and uh what about you, Jim? Peace out. Oh, yeah. Love, all that stuff. All um, that shit. All right, guys. <laughs> uh, thank y'all for everybody that listens, and y'all have a wonderful night.